0: This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. I'd like to take this time to thank our sponsor, RX Smart Gear. Dave and his team have developed the perfect jump rope to counter common performance miscues, which in turn enhance the learning experience. They have an ergonomic grip and a swivel connection for better accuracy and the resistance levels have helped with better timing and the custom sizes promote proper form and technique. It's built durable to stand up to the rigors of intense workouts and it was in fact prescribed to help you get better.
1: That's how the RX Smart Gear Jump Rope was born. Dave Newman and his team have been a great partner for us in the podcast, and we appreciate him so much for all of his support. So don't forget to use the Clydesdale 15 discount code at checkout and get 15% off your order at rxmarkyear.com. And don't forget that that excludes new releases and special editions.
0: We are so excited to now have Mobility Movement as a partner. Their holistic approach to recovery is second to none. This is not just a program that helps with your flexibility and mobility. It also assists with stress release and sleep, two key factors in overall recovery. The website gives you a plan for, for each week, saves your favorites, gives you sleep protocols, has a specific protocol for your first week joining. And then there are these new things called open snacks, which are super cool. Here you are given quick warm-ups and cool-down protocols for the open wads, featuring elite athletes Allison Scuds and Saxon Panchik. And who doesn't need recovery after those open workouts? The extensive library available to you is both vast and diverse. If you want to try Mobility Movement, go to mobilitymovement.com. That is mobilitymvmnt.com. And make sure you use our code Clydesdale20, all caps, to get 20% off your first six months. That's mobilitymovement.com, mobilitymvmnt.com. Use code Clydesdale20 to get 20% off your first six months. I've been using this since the first of the year, and I am sleeping better than I have in so many years. And with all the back issues I've had over the last five years, this has given me so much relief, and I'm able to work out four to five times a week without any pain at all. So go to mobilitymovement.com, that's mobilitymvmnt.com and use Clydesdale 20 to get 20% off your first six-month subscription. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer, I'm your host, I'm the Clydesdale, we love to do fitness, and these are my friends. I've got Justin Kotler with Underdog Athletics, and Ricky Gerard live from Australia. How you doing, Scott? A well, long time, best. no see. It's been, what, 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, how are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm good, Scott. Good to meet you.
0: Well, I want to let everybody know forward if you're to here.
2: Today.
0: I'm sorry, what's that, Ricky?
2: I said I'm looking forward to today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to let everybody know, if you came here to hear about 2017, you might as well just turn off your YouTube now or your podcast and go somewhere else. I suggest the Chase Ingram interview on the Games Podcast. Uh, It's already been done. We're here to focus on Ricky the athlete today uh, and where he is and where he's going to go in the future. So what I want to start with, Ricky and Justin both, is the story's been famously told that, Ricky, you were listening to a podcast. And Justin made a comment that if he could pick any athlete to coach, it would be you. And that kind of yeah. started the, the ball spinning into you picking Justin as your coach. How much research did you do after you heard that on the podcast?
2: Yeah, well, I'd been doing a lot of research beforehand uh, before reaching out to Justin, um, asked if he'd be interested in coaching me. And also just kind of do myself up to submit to the question and send him a message and, um, I'd research him before that, um, just some podcasts that you guys have been doing and other podcasts that he'd done and back like the good days and stuff like that. And then when he announced that, it was um, that was my name that he would, if he had one person to characterize. I, like, oh, I literally reached out like two minutes after I heard it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool because you know it was it was uh with peter right on on coffee pods and wads and yeah it was uh i hadn't really you know kind of kind of thought about it that much prior to in the sense of like you know but it, he asked the question and it, it kind of popped into my head and you know i thought um it, you know i at, the, at this point in my career right it was kind of like this it would be a great it would be a great story it'd be a great challenge and feel like we would work well together and i you know i knew i knew a little bit about ricky you know because i knew benny pretty well from when benny had had competed in grid and and also when benny you know made the games and uh the year benny made the games i was coaching con and so the two of them spent some time together and you know so i so i got to know benny pretty well um But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kismet almost, you know, It just kind of this kind of happened. And Ricky reached out and we started talking, you know, for a little while on the phone and got to know each other pretty well. And I don't know, I feel like it's been a it's been a good, you know, it's been a good marriage in a sense (laughs) so far. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Meant to be, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been good.
0: So I wanted to ask you, Justin, like how many how, how many steps did it take for you to go through before you were comfortable signing Ricky?
2: You know,
1: it, it was pretty honestly like when we first started talking, it was really more about just getting to know each other, you know, and, and we, we talked a little bit, you know, about the process, but really it was, it was after, you know, it was kind of several conversations, um, you know, I, I spoke to him, I spoke to him and his brother a couple times together. Uh, and, and, you know, we just got to know each other and it, it, it was very, I'll be honest with you. Like very quickly, I felt like we had a very good rapport and I also felt like, you know, kind of what you see is what you get with Ricky, you know, like a lot of people don't really know him and, and he's, he's a little bit more introverted, honestly. And you don't see a ton of him on social media and he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, a lot of athletes that are constantly plugging themselves. Um, and he, you know, he doesn't really do that. Um, and so
2: talk to the camera, much.
1: yeah, you know, <laughs> but what's funny is that nobody knows. I mean, he's really funny and like, you know, he's got a great personality. He's just, you know, he's kind of shy on camera, you know, um, but, but it was, it was pretty quick. And then honestly, like, you know, I don't know whether he meant to do it or not, but, you know, he, he did a, a really good job of like, ingratiating himself with like my wife, Ashley, you know, they were talking a little bit on social media and, you know, he was, he was really interested in how the other underdogs were doing last season. And yeah, I could just, I could just tell, you know, that, uh, that it would, it was a good, that it would be a good fit for the two of us. And, you know, we met for the first time in Dubai, you know, we had never, we never really met before um and it was like we had known each other for forever you know we just vibe. we just got along incredibly well and obviously he had a very good week there and you know I'm, I met his I met his better his better half you know she's pretty cool so it was uh it was a fun it was a fun time and, and I think we've had a very good uh you know a good a good beginning and I think we both have very you know we both have big goals for him which I think are are attainable and and so I'm I'm excited, uh, you know I'm excited for the journey because I think there's a lot of really good days ahead.
0: So the consensus I get from everybody, Ricky, is that you're just one hell of a guy, right? You're you're super awesome to be around. You're a fun guy to be around. What made you reach out to Ashley? Because I was having dinner with Justin and Ashley, and she told me that that meant the world to her when you reached out to her.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I just- just um, reached out and asked, "How's it going?" and had a general chat and just general conversation. And I knew I was going to be essentially a part of underdogs. And she's Cotler's wife, and had to get in the good books early. so uh,
1: <laughs> I think I think he just out. had he had the intuition that she was really the one who runs the show. So he he knew he knew he had to. He knew he had
0: to get in good <laughs> with her. <laughs> yeah. So my next question for you, Ricky, is you had to you had to spend four years away from a sport that you had grown to love, and you're you know you're getting you're getting your second chance, and you don't want to waste that in any way possible. So that made this decision to go with underdog super super important because you didn't want to waste a second.
2: Is that true? Yeah, for sure. It's, it was just. Um... The way I wanted to come back this time was just uh, a bit more of a professional approach, and try and have a bit more of a team around me instead of trying to do it all on my own. So that was the approach I wanted to take, and Underdogs was um, the right fit for me, and just everything about it, everything Cotler and the team around it, and just stood out to me. So that's why it worked out in the end. So. Yeah, it was, um, I it was, think he just liked of,
1: the name. I, I think, you know, <laughs> I
2: yeah. think he just
1: was like, yeah, underdogs. It's, it
2: fits. Yeah. It's, it's, right? it's, uh, yeah. It's
0: cool.
2: Pretty much. So I like what dogs does, as well.
0: <laughs> what are the big differences in training today than what you were doing prior?
2: Yeah. So pretty much for the four years prior, didn't really follow a program at all. I was just kind of freestyling, pulling workouts off Instagram and making workouts up myself. And a lot of the time I was just joining in on classes and just doing literally just one hour a day of, of a class and then I'd go home. And um, that was just my way of just enjoying what I was doing. I didn't take it too serious because it's pretty hard what I had to go through and I did try a couple of times to follow a program like seriously and do like the what's required to be at the top of the sport, but I was just it was just burning me out and I was just mentally it was just breaking me. So I just had to focus on on enjoying the training and getting people around me and enjoying the environment and um, doing CrossFit for what it is and getting those endorphins and yeah, just Having, having fun with it.
0: So when you were doing the class workouts, how did the community accept you back in? Was it pretty immediate?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, like my, my gym at home, bent on. Um, no one ever dropped the hat. They always had my back and know and who I am deep down. And um, yeah, no one no one had any issues with it. They were super supportive from the start. And, it's never changed. It's still the same now.
0: How important was it to have them in your corner for those four years?
2: Oh, yeah, it's, it's huge. Like, obviously, I had to deal with it personally. Like, you do spend a lot of time on your own, but just having those group of people there that I knew I could go to in the afternoon and just get around and just have a good time and talk a bit of shit and play music and do the class and. It just like super supportive, just takes out the, it took out a bit of the stress and the seriousness of everything. And I was just able to have fun and relax and do what I do and have fun with training.
0: I think that's what sucks us all into the CrossFit world is that community that you get to hang out with every day.
2: Yeah.
0: So you kind of got to go back to yeah. the grassroots of it all.
2: Yeah. yeah it was, it was awesome. It, it kind of, and I was still hitting big numbers. I was smashing workouts and I was like, I only trained an hour a day. Like, am I still improving? I think it was just like the fact that I was just enjoying myself and having fun.
1: I think it's cool because if you see, you can see it on, on Instagram and you can see like how supportive that community is. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a family's gym and it's, you know, Benny's gym and, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's such, it's such a supportive group. And, and, uh, you know, I, I love, I love seeing it from a distance and I hope to get there someday, but it's just really fun to watch, um, how supportive they've been of him, you know, during that time. But then now, obviously since he's been back, I mean, it's just, it it hypes me up to watch a lot of those videos because the whole community is (laughs) so involved with his, with his success and, and, and with his journey. It's, it's, um, It really is like the definition of community.
0: So this question is for both of you. When you started your coach athlete relationship, you were in Australia, Justin's in Vegas. Your, the time change is really bizarre for both of you, right? (laughs) Um, How did, how did that relationship start? What adjustments had to be made? And then where are you today with all that?
1: Do you want to go? There you good all right <laughs> so honestly I I I would be really curious to know how many times I've asked Siri like hey Siri what time is it in Sydney <laughs> Australia because like that's that's essentially like I I need to you know so when I'm trying to like contact him or when we talk like it's essentially like I I we have to figure out you know the the time change because uh-huh. I think he's 15 or 15 hours ahead of me I think you're 50 yeah, hours. I figured Saturday. out the,
2: the best way to do it. It was I plus seven hours on my time right now. So whatever the time is. Like 10.30, my time. So I plus seven hours, that's five thirty. Then I go back a yeah. day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, right? I know. And it's just like, what? I that's mean I do. but <laughs> but it but yeah, I mean, it, it was just it's one of those things where we we, we've done a pretty good job. I'll be honest with you. Ricky is very low maintenance. So, like, I mean, you know, there's some athletes that I coach that obviously, you know, it's like on a daily basis, you know, you need they, they need – and that, that that's fine, you know. But, but Ricky is, is an athlete who, you know, we, we chat usually like once a week. We'll check in and, you know, yeah. if he needs something, he knows that I'm here for him. But I think the fact that he's got his community, he's got his brother – who is incredibly knowledgeable and who's a great coach and, you know, who who I know, you know, will 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 kind of be my eyes and ears at, at Torian, which will be great. But um, you know, in general, like we we uh I think we do a good job and, you know, I don't I don't you know, he would have to say it, but I don't I don't feel like um you don't know, feel like we miss much. I feel like if we need, we talk when we need to talk, and when he yeah. needs me, I try to get back to him as quickly as I can if he has questions. And and you know, I think it's it's worked very well thus far.
2: Yeah, it works well. I I literally just check that Google Doc and make sure I don't miss anything on it, and that's all I know he wants from me, and that's all I can give if I have questions for the workouts or whatever. I just shoot a message, and within five minutes he's replied to. Yeah. Well.
0: yeah do, you, do you ever, uh, do you ever record anything on video and send to Justin for like review or is, are you pretty much just tell me what to do and I'm uh, going to do
2: it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. you will yeah. there's something really good. He needs to say it's usually on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah he he's if there's something that i want to see i'll request it or if there's something that he thinks i should see i'll request it i mean uh, you know it's i think as we uh especially as we get like prepped for semis like once workouts start coming out and he's running through workouts or he's prepping or we're doing like a a a piece of a workout uh, i mean i'll want to see all those things um and then you know we haven't talked about it yet, but you know, once once he makes the games, then we'll we'll talk about when he'll come to the states and how early he'll get here and all that kind of stuff. So he'll be able to be here early and whatnot. So, and this time we, you know, he'll stay in a nicer place. <laughs> we <We're> might <about to laughs> have to tell you the story yeah. about the uh, hotel. I'll he's be seen. making
2: that mistake again. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah,
1: that he had to stay in it, here in Vegas. Yeah, his his trip to Vegas was not. Was not a good one. It was not representative of how cool it is here. He had a really a rough time.
2: God, I don't know if I want to come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, then you ended up with COVID and food poisoning.
2: Yeah, I said COVID in Vegas. Like literally a day after I got there, rocked for so like a whole. Yeah, both of us yeah. rocked oh, me God. for a week, and then like another week after that, I was still battling to recover, but hardly breathing, trying to train. And then in Miami, I got sick the night before the competition. Was vomiting and in toilet. Whether it was food poisoning or not, but it seemed to be that. Yeah, it was. He had That's a fun. he had
1: a very eventful couple of weeks in the states. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was. We'll we'll make sure next time he comes here that that uh, he, you know he has a much better time. So. <laughs>
2: that, uh,
1: yeah, I had, a, I had a blast in Vegas. Got that
2: immunity now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, both of us, man, we both got it bad coming back from Dubai. We both got uh, we both got COVID pretty badly, probably on the plane on the way back, and it was oh man, I was I was laid up for a couple days. We both were laid up for a couple days. Yeah, you yeah if know, you remember, he lost a bunch of Justin. And I had bad. it. This,
0: I had it the exact same time. You and yeah. I were texting.
1: Well, it uh, was awful. Yeah, I ruined Christmas. I don't know that Ash is ever going to forgive me for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that
2: i'm ever gonna yeah. live that one down so since you brought up you Dubai, had the big let,
0: uh i'll go ahead ricky
2: but you had the big um roast you had all planned up in the fridge and everything everyone was gonna yeah. come over
1: yeah we had like the whole crew was supposed to come over and of course i got COVID, and i justin ruined christmas that's basically the story so yeah yeah I,
0: I think i told you i smoked a 15 pound brisket <laughs> and then got covid so nobody could eat it
1: uh, they, now there you go <laughs> yeah and then it's crazy because like you know your taste buds are all jacked up for a while like i, I don't know i just it took me a while to to feel right you know like it was crazy cuz i drink a lot of coffee and i couldn't drink coffee for 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 like a month two months after it was it tasted like dirt i didn't want any could've
2: part
1: been, of it on now
2: I this guy doesn't
1: drink coffee. That's what's crazy. No
0: coffee. I'm going to have it. my three cups in the morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you it's brought fun. up Dubai. I want coffee to talk about fun, that real too. quick. So Dubai was your first time back on the competition floor. How – so you? I think you won the first two events, correct?
2: Yeah.
0: How hard was it not to – go out like a balls on fire in your first competition back or did you and did you pay for it later in the (laughs) week
2: yeah i pretty much did but uh (laughs) great two great workouts for me so i had no reason not to go balls out on those workouts but i I pulled up fine after those two workouts like running running like my, my jam so had to make the most of the opportunity while it was in front of me but it was more so just the nerves like i've never been so nervous in my life for anything just been so long and hard to deal with but once once you're in the workout it goes away but the next workout comes around the next workout and the same nerves come <laughs> knocking on the door again
1: it was cool because uh you know i was watching um it was an, it was an interesting setting being in that, like the fake ski slope thing, you know, where they had to run. And, uh, and, and we did, so the coaches weren't supposed to come to the event. They were supposed to stay back at the hotel, but, uh, Michelle, Ricky's, Ricky's partner and I were, we were just like, screw that. We're, we're going. So we went and then we actually snuck in to where you could watch and we kind of hid up like on the balcony watching him. Um, trying not to scream, you know, and, uh, uh you know, we're watching it. Yeah, I know. I, I screamed at the end. I couldn't help myself. Um, but, uh, but it was cool because, you know, obviously he's in a heat with, 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 uh, Roman and he's in a heat with Lazar who are, uh, you know, uh, obviously, I mean, Lazar was top 10 at the games last year and then, and Roman who everyone, I think around the world would say is a, is a top 10 CrossFit athlete, even though he hasn't been able to compete at the games. Um, and Roman generally just dusts people on those type of events. Um, you know, Ricky was—it was a five-round event. Ricky was—I think—I I think it was right behind Roman. Lazar was right behind Ricky, and it was that yeah. way for about three rounds. And then at—and then around four, was Ricky cool. passed him. Um, yeah. But I—I, I, you know, when I saw that, I saw Ricky pass him, and I was like, okay, he's—he's going to win this event. But then after the event, and I asked Ricky, I was like, when did you know that you that you had him? And you, I think you said you knew right on the first run.
2: Yeah, after the I kind of knew after the first run, like, oh, if that's the pace they're going to hold. I can pick it up a bit. But even if I hold this pace, surely they're not going to be able to maintain that.
1: Yeah, and so after he told me that, it was just like – okay, you know, like I said, listen, I, it's hard to know, right? Like I haven't, I've never watched him in person and and he hasn't competed in that many years. And, you know, obviously um, you know, you, you say to yourself, okay, obviously, you know, I, I think, you know, I think that he's got the goods and then you watch it in person and you're like, okay. I mean, so everything that I was thinking was now validated Uh, and I remember Tommy Marquez, Tommy Marquez just kind of looked over at me and he shook his head and I was like, I was like, "Yeah, he's back." I was like, "He's for real," and then obviously, you know, had a great week and and was right there all week and put was able to podium and, um, you know, I think it set the stage for for a great season and and obviously, you know, w- we want to be even better than that in the future and and there were and there were things I think off of that weekend that the two of us you know, looked at and said, hey, we can get better at this and we can do a better job of pacing here. We can do a better job of of doing this here. He missed a jerk if he would have hit that. He, You know, he finished second in the competition. So there were little things, little mistakes, little things that we know we can get better at. Um, And I also will always contend that it wouldn't have mattered who would have competed that weekend. If you give Roman a competition that's got that many machines (laughs) in it, Roman's winning the competition.
2: (laughs) I think that. Yeah, it, there's uh, an animal on there oh
0: my gosh unbelievable and even though it was it was it was a podium it still had to be validating that after four years off you still had it at least to give you that confidence okay I'm back I still have it I still can compete now let's go
2: yeah so sure. it was um, kind of expected of myself but at the same time relieving that, that that's where I ended up after the weekend. Um, obviously, higher up the podium would be better, but I'm um, for now, so it was um, hard, just like the, the competition experience, like, that's what I felt like I lacked that week. It was just the uh, warm-up area, the nerves, the, the eating, the like, like sleeping at night, feeling those extra nerves like have has been four, four plus years since I'd experienced any of that, so just like a uh, good experience to get that under my belt, but it was more like a kick in the, kick in the face of like, um, like you a, it's all part of part of the job. Very different to just working out in your own gym and your own people, your own comfortable environment. That's what I thrive on. Um, it's why it was a good reminder of uh, those things and getting that experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to get that competition experience to know when to push, when to hold back, when to pace, all that kind of stuff. So you get that under your belt. Um, I want to ask you, you grew up playing like every sport under the sun. Yeah. And so you did every every possible thing you could think of. How much did that prepare yeah. you for CrossFit? And then you played rugby at a very, very high level. Did that help your mindset moving into CrossFit?
2: Yeah, sure. So pretty much throughout my whole schooling life from primary school to high school, I'd put my hand up for any, any sporting event because it would get me out of class and I wouldn't have to do academic side of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was playing cricket in primary school, football, touch, volleyball. I might've even played netball, just anything, but um, yeah, it, it, definitely helped shape who I am today athletically and um, took more of a professional approach towards rugby at the age of 18. And um, that was always kind of like my main sport growing up. It was the one I enjoyed the most. Um, The other sports were kind of just hobbies on the side that I just enjoyed doing. But yeah, rugby is a great sport. It teaches you a lot about camaraderie and and resilience, it's a tough game. Um, yeah, beat you to your knees, it's 80, 80 minutes smashing each other and going um, ball to the wall. It's pretty fun, um, yeah, it definitely shapes your character and makes you all the tougher humans so that that transferred into CrossFit a lot with um, my workouts and kind of just um, embracing that grind. and rugby if you had a 110 kilo guy running at you and your heart rate 90 you can't let the team down and not not tackling so similar approach to a workout so,
0: so yeah. i also talked to chris spieler a long time uh probably two years ago and he was talking when he wrestled you'd be in positions where you're in pain and when you wrestled and that prepared him for crossfit to be able to push through similar pain when wrestling and I've watched rugby. There are no soft rugby players. You have to be mentally tough, and and the physical beating that you take during a game. Does something similar happen with that, where you experience pain in that game and have to push through it, and that helped you further in your CrossFit career?
2: Uh definitely. It's, um, it's just like I Kind of, I feel the same in every every aspect. It's just how how you deal with it mentally inside your head. Uh, I've always treated pain as, as uh, another person. Uh, who's going to win me or the pain. So I treat it as a, a competition and that um, I'm a competitive guy. So that's uh, the best way I deal with it. and It's worked for me.
0: Yeah. Everybody I've talked to about you says that you have this switch. That when things get tough, you get better. Where other people crumble, know. you're able to push through. Do you see that in yourself?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I see it. I definitely feel it when it, when it happens. Like, screw shouting pain, but it's just like, that would be a bitch, like, do so it, it back up. I, I feel like that's... It, so.
1: I feel like uh, that's 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 a gift, you know, and I, and I feel like you see that with with the best, you know, CrossFitters in the world, you know, that they have the capability to be able to go to that place and 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 thrive in that place, right? Um, and I think that separates. Uh, I think that separates the, the the best, you know, from from just that. Quite, not not quite at that level. You know, you can't you to to me, you can't get to that level unless you have that in you. Um and and we've seen um you know we've seen some champions in the past um who have been able to go to that place and and do things and I specifically I think of like a Sam Briggs who maybe she wasn't the strongest or you know wasn't necessarily the best mover, but she was able to endure the most pain. And that week, she was able. You know, she won the crossfit games. And you know, I think I think Ricky has the ability to be able to go to that place, um, you know, and and do things that and, and survive and embrace it when it really hurts. And and that's a that's a that's a gift for sure.
2: I think it's, um, I think what it is, it's just addictive. And like when you when you go there, maybe it's not so enjoyable at the time. I won't agree to that. But when you come out of it on the other side it's like fuck, that was cool I, I i beat it like i embraced it and i, I won it's just like that 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 yeah, feeling after it like fuck, yeah and you get those endorphins and somehow you just want to go there every day
0: <laughs> i know you may want to that's probably a gift i don't have <laughs> but, but what i what i'll say and this is the only thing i'm going to say about 2017 I was actually a volunteer at the games in 2017 and I worked the outdoor park North park, that Madison triplet watching you push through that insanity with the cheese curds and the, and the straw bales and the running my God, like you never slowed down.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a good it was a, fun <laughs> one. It was, uh... Yeah. Anything with running, in it, I have to take take advantage, um, capitalize on the opportunity. Burpees is not so much, but I don't think anyone likes burpees. You just got to suck it up. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like in that workout,
1: I feel like his response to that is similar to when Carrie did Atalanta. and at the end, you know, everyone maybe she's dying, laying on the floor, and she just looks up and she's like, "Oh, that was a fun workout." It's like, what, what are you thinking? Like, come on, there's a, <laughs> there's a little bit of insanity there, but it's, it's, it's good. You have to have it, you know, you gotta have it, you gotta
0: embrace it.
2: So it's cool. Well, it's fun when you win as well.
0: That's true.
1: Winning
2: is fun.
0: Well, and the yeah. best thing about that as a competitor and someone who is so competitive is that when it doesn't affect you like that and you're just walking around and everybody else is laying on the ground, like that, that imposes your will on your competitors because they're like what the hell just happened to us and he's walking around like nothing happened
2: yeah Yeah, i think uh sometimes it's the opposite though i'm (laughs) on the floor (laughs) and they're walking around
1: (laughs) oh that chipper that chipper in dubai i remember you coming off the floor that was that was a doozy that's
2: one of the hardest workouts i've done i reckon whether it's just me that says that, or the others agree to it, I'm not sure.
1: I think everybody said that. that those other was it 60 uh, sandbag cleans. Yeah, yeah that. Sideway, that yeah. yeah, that beat people up pretty good. People coming off the floor are like, "Oh my god, that was brutal." Yeah, Sarah said the same thing. I Remember, she came off. She was like, "That's as hard a workout as I've ever done." Yeah. So that yeah, was good. Yeah, that's,
0: that's what Dubai is known for. Nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right so, so now you get to start back to a new CrossFit season. We're two legs in. Open went pretty well for you. You win the quarterfinal down in Oceana. So you're going into Torian as the number one seed. Has everything gone to plan so far this season, or are you still working out some kinks coming back?
2: Um, I'd say it's all gone to plan so far. Like, in the end, you just got to be at the semifinals, obviously – good to be on top coming into it and the open went pretty well. Um, yeah, I was happy with the quarterfinals. I copped penalties, which was fair enough. Um it's, it's a good kick in the ass, I suppose, to just really fine-tune those, those movement patterns and be a bit more conscious of, of the reps and making sure that I'm um, locking out my hips or just those finer details. So that was a good reminder just to um, focus on that. And I've been doing that in my training since since quarterfinals, just been really diligent on my reps and getting someone to watch me while I'm working out and no repping myself or someone no repping me. And I can really get used to that um, uh, and be prepared the best I can for semifinals.
1: I think people. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you know, Ricky. I think it was, did you get three penalties during? Uh,
2: yeah, even yeah. four. They took they took three pounds off the total.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so well, that was, yeah, that was
2: but yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but well, yeah, he, yeah, I mean,
1: he's he's still won Oceania with with uh, a major penalty on the muscle up workout, um, because the pistols. Really though, that I mean that. The penalties you got were pretty much, it was all extension, hip extension, right? you just trying to go too fast yeah. on the pistols. And we saw the same with Noah. Yeah. We saw the same with, you know, several people that got that. I think Travis Mayer, Matt, Matt, Big Mac got one. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good reminder. And, and like Ricky said, it's a good reminder. But I also think it's a little bit scary for people when they look and say he, he got a major penalty and he still won uh, the continent, you know what I mean? So that's what the way I look at it is just in a, in a live, in a, in a live competition, you get one, no rep and you're going to fix it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not going to be something that, that ends up being a major penalty. It's going to be, you know, one, no rep. And then it's like, okay, extend your hips. And now you're extending your hips on every one. That's not going to be an issue. Um, you know, and, and obviously on the worldwide leaderboard, you know, uh, I think he was still top 10 and then you take away that major penalty and his, his scores are, I mean, he was, he was definitely top five. So I mean, it's kind of right in line to where we expect to be. And I think, I also think that he's better in li- in live competition when the workouts are a little bit harder and then you get to have, now he did get some running, which was good, but I mean, you know, yeah. you get to, get to have more Cut running to obviously. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe not now, nice, but. Nice for me. They're not other people.
0: Yeah, for sure. Ah. Yeah. You're the first person to say they're nice that I've talked to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I've always said, and, and when you came back, I said this a lot that, that we are a forgiving society um, in this world. Right. And you are back. And you're already getting like major sponsorships, like you you've had one live competition, the Open, and you have Tier as a major sponsor uh, to your to your game season now. How good does that make you feel that people have forgiven and especially major sponsors and are supporting you, the athlete now?
2: Yeah, it's massive, um, super relieving in a way, like. I was planning on coming back without sponsorships and going to have to work daytime job training the afternoons and what I was preparing my first season to be like and um, when Thea came around and reached out it was um, yeah, it was privileged. I spoke to um, Corey and had a chat on zoom and on FaceTime and just got to know him and he kind of told me what he was thinking and wants to have me on board and believes, believes in me and visions I have and you know, forgives me for the past and, and to have a brand like that come at me, it was, it was, um, a, it was a massive surprise to me, but yeah, I'm just grateful in the end and. Yeah, obviously not everyone's going to forgive me for what I did and um, fair enough, but it's more so about for me, how I turn it around and I'm easily thrown in the tower and given up. So shows a lot of courage, courage I feel, and that's tough person I am and I think it's good that some people are seeing that in me.
0: Yeah, I think um, the news cycle has already gone. You know, in my world, we talk about things like this all the time. And your story is a back page story now. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just about you, the athlete. And um, and I'm so happy for you that that's what's happening. So we talked about Michelle briefly. When, when did you meet Michelle?
2: Uh, we met at the, at the gym, actually. At my brother's gym. He came there for a, a um, fundamentals, like an intro class, and I was actually coaching. That's when we first met.
0: Was that during your oh, suspension yeah. or before?
2: During suspension, yeah. So
0: how much did that relationship help you get through those four years?
2: Uh, well, we only got together at the start of 2020 20- uh, yeah, she's been a huge part of these last 12 and a bit months um, she's super supportive and yeah, she's a great girl and she's uh, knows the path I've been on and knows where I want to go and she's doing everything she can to support that and she's helped me a ton in the last Months she came to Dubai with me and traveled to America and really good at, at feeding me and making sure that's that's what I was about Getting to say. the calories in and
1: yeah uh, he's not great at eating and she, she she's just uh, the food Nazi man she's just
2: <laughs> yeah. she
1: cracks food that Nazi. whip it's like all right here you go eat this here you go eat this eat this <laughs> we were in Dubai and it was yeah. just like did he did he eat she's like he she he was she would come up to me. He hasn't eaten all day. I would be like, what's, what's going on? I'm nervous, man. I know. She was great, though. She, yeah, <laughs> she's, she's on top of it. She's very, She was very, very helpful. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, she's well, she's
2: great. I used to sit around 87, 86 kilos, like, in the mornings. like Now, I sit around 90, 90 91 kilos. Thank her for that. Playing a big part. (laughs) My strength and my fitness is maintaining, so.
0: And you feel you're a better athlete at that weight?
2: Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I feel a lot lot healthier. Joints feeling good. Strengths feeling good. I wasn't wasn't sure about being too heavy. Like gymnastics and all the fitness side of things, but I don't notice it at all, to be honest, and.
1: And That's I awesome. think you, you, I think he can carry that too. Like he's pretty big. Oh my, like people oh my, don't realize oh how tall he is. So like for his height, I think right around, right around 200 pounds is is perfect. Yeah, he, yeah. and and you know he doesn't want to give up too much strength. So um, and obviously I mean it's working. I mean his total was phenomenal. So you know that was good. And yeah, I, I feel like he pr'd a bunch of lifts over the last
0: couple of months. So it's definitely. Yeah. Definitely going well, for sure. Yeah. So you got Torian coming up. Um, I'm guessing the goal is top three. Yeah. Oh, top one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs>
2: but top one.
0: And then, and then the games. So what? what is the plan? What is the expectation uh, moving forward for the rest of the season?
2: Yeah, so in, in week two of semi-finals prep, has really good. The workouts have ramped up. And the volume's ramped up, which, which has been good. Trying to kill us, but hanging <laughs> in there.
1: <laughs> I, told them about, I told them about that thruster workout yesterday. Oh, the heavy. Yeah, with
2: the dumbbells. Yeah. Yeah. How did everyone else go with that?
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I told him, though, it's like there were some some tough moments for people. I mean, Danielle, she, she smashed it. She went like 14 and a half, 1440, around there. Oh, I know That's you. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I figured you probably would have been a good ride. Because... Yeah. Oh, you were right there, I figure. Yeah, I figured as much. Um, yeah. But it was a that good was a workout. workout. It was a hard one. Um, it definitely ramped want- up for sure you want to know, I,
2: know what it is you got to sign up under that's
1: right <laughs> we can't we just can't we just let you know it was heavy heavy dumbbell thrusters 70s for guys and 50s for yeah. women so that was part of it so it was pretty it was pretty nasty it was a bunch of other things too um i love, I love that
0: ricky's learning the marketing
1: tricks ah uh, that's great <laughs> phenomenal um yeah I, I i'll let ricky finish but i know for me yeah. like um focusing on focusing on Torian, like really taking one step at a time, you know? So for us, like really focusing on maximizing, you know, his performance at, at Torian, prepping him, making sure his body's ready, making sure that, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's feeling good and, and able to perform at an optimum level. Um, you know, I think he's, I think he'll probably be fitter even than he was in Dubai. And, and um you know, I think getting that experience, getting that under his belt, um, you know, will will be uh, will be very will be invaluable. And I think he'll he'll obviously perform well. And then obviously, if all goes to, to plan, um you know, then he and I will will kind of talk after that about the games and everything else. But we if you want to know the truth, he and I have it. You know, we're not taking Torian for granted. We haven't talked about the games. It's not like we've said Oh, you know, after that, then we're going to do this. And de- no, like w- our, our focus is on going and, and performing to his maximum potential at Torian,
2: 100%. Sure, Torian's it's the focus, and that's all I'm thinking about and focusing on, and it's just a matter of um, putting the days together and just focusing one day at a time and committing to my routine throughout the day and the training program and making sure I'm – Healthy and injury-free, and to be honest, I'll be ready to go if it was this weekend. I'm feeling good, so better stay where I am for the next thirty-something days and just fine-tune the few things and make sure my mindset, and headsets in the right place. And um, honestly, that excited for Torian, and can't wait to fuck shit up. If I can <laughs>
0: Yeah, you can't take Torian for granted because it's insane. This is my little rant that only three people uh, on crazy. both sides of that field get to go to the games. That is, a I joke. agree.
1: It is, it is crazy to look at the, the talent top end in
0: Australia is really damn good, and they should have bigger representation.
1: Yeah, I I agree. That's a whole nother show, Scott.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I agree. A- that's just maybe that's just a Justin and me talk year. in the lobby.
2: Maybe next yeah. year when we all perform well, the uh, games which year get our rankings up. give us five spots.
1: I hope so. They need to take a look at the at at the criteria, right? I mean, it's not just sign ups. It shouldn't be just sign ups. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So you know, you got to look at. I think you got to look at performance, world rankings, things like that. I mean, you're going to have. On on both sides, I, I think you're going to have a guy and a girl that are top 20 in the world that aren't going to get there, you know, or or that are going to have to go through the last the last chance qualifier. Yep. That you know, um, I mean, that you look at the just look at the women's side. You may have you may have one that's in the top five that that doesn't get there. Honestly, that that has to go through last chance. You know, I mean, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think most of the us it's crazy. Yeah. And I think you I think most of the you know, quote unquote like CrossFit experts or pundits, you know, would would say the same thing that it's uh there should be more athletes coming out of that, you know, that that continent 100%. Yeah,
0: it doesn't how much doesn't matter how many people they have like me that sign up. It's how many people do they put in Dubai and Rogue and wadapalooza yeah
1: and top 20 at the games too
0: you know yeah so i'm just looking through my notes here real quick i don't want to miss anything yeah i think i think we hit everything in my notes um i just i just wish the best for you ricky man i i'm glad that everybody has been so accepting letting you back in. You paid your, your dues. And uh, I think you deserve a, a second shot. And I hope I hope we see you on the podium.
2: Yeah, thanks, Scott. appreciate it.
0: You're getting and joined by guy, Ivy. Man.
2: Hey. In? <laughs> hey, Ivy.
1: Say hi. They're saying hi. She can't hear it because I got my headphones on. Oh, yeah.
2: But, <laughs> so hi. We
0: it were Costa talking games about games Champion you. 2036. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> We Ricky. Did I see we
2: were walking down the handstand ramp the other day. Um,
1: yeah, did you Saw see your pistols?
2: pistols yeah, yeah.
1: I Crazy. told her. Did you see, see what I told her?
2: You need to teach me how to do them.
1: <laughs> I told her. I told her make sure she was standing up so she didn't get a major penalty like Ricky.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go doing that. <laughs> yeah. they no locking the hip. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. She's good cool
0: nice. well thank you guys for for jumping on with me this was awesome uh hopefully we'll see you in madison and Justin, i'll probably see you at the semis
1: uh you'll see me at all the semis bro uh, uh are you gonna you're gonna be a syndicate
2: syndicate
1: uh oh, mac okay. and granite so then i'll see you in a couple weeks yep all right perfect all good
2: busy schedule ahead of you
1: Jeff. i know next year we got to talk about me getting out there
2: yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I Love gotta that. get my
0: passport so I can go to Australia and cover Torian. Yeah. That'll be fun.
2: Yeah. It's a all right, a guys. Story thanks, story Ricky. Good time. Um, Cheers, Scott. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms